0: All right, brother,
1: start cleaning
2: those tires. they green this
1: time. Remember, they fan out down there. So check that bottom. A Sunday drive. All right, Rossman, take the cars off. Be ready. All right, Be ready, cast that bitch up. Ready, ready. Green flag. For green. Green. Well, the last person that had those headset on was was deaf. Uh, welcome to the Inside <laughs> Pass. Uh, I am Randy Miller. Although I, I probably have uh, a lot less hearing than I had 30 seconds ago. Uh, Tom Baker is pushing buttons for us. Um, as always, and it it we've been we've been hyping this up, Tom, for about what six months it seems like now. Or so. What have we been hyping. The the person next to me. Oh, that you, okay. That you guys can't see our, but, our co-host. Yes. Yeah, since like October, I think, or November, right? Christian Rose is yeah. back with us he again. He finally gets to be here on a on a semi full time basis. So. Thanks. Yeah,
3: I'm pumped to be here, and I appreciate you guys bringing me mm. on and let me have a a voice on the show. I mean, it means a lot, and. Uh, looking forward to uh, talking some racing and sharing what we got going on.
1: Yeah, it, uh, it took one one show for me not being here and you filling in for me to <laughs> now, now you have become me, sort of, uh, in, in a sense. So but we're glad to have you here. I, I know you've had some some things going on. You know, you, you had Daytona, and then you had a baby, and I had a baby. And, and so, you know, there's been a whirlwind of things going on in your life. But we're going to talk about all of that because uh, I want everybody to sort of get to know you if they haven't tuned into the show or didn't get to hear the show that you were on. Um, you got a new uh, associate sponsor on your on your car as well, so uh, some good things happening in in your life and in your racetrack and in, in your racing career. So we definitely want to get to all of that. Um, but you're also going to give us your analysis on uh, on the weekend's races at Fontana too, uh, which is going to be great. So absolutely, that's, that's what we're all here for. Um, so uh, sadly, I guess it's the last race of Fontana under the current format. So we'll talk about that too, because there's a lot of sort of news that came out about that. Um, and where we go from here with Fontana now, uh, I guess, essentially closed for the next couple of years at least yes. until the, the new track is built. Um, but we'll talk about what that means for the future of the sport and for the future of racing in Southern California as well, because uh, obviously you're, you're talking about probably one of the top two or three markets in the entire United States. So I feel like you have to race in California somewhere um, in Southern California because there's a lot of fan base uh, out there. We, I know we do have the L.A. Coliseum race, but besides that like we need a points paying race yes so. we need a real race a real, <laughs> that's right. what you're saying <laughs> ouch not an exhibition that. i mean that, that is very true but anyway we'll, we'll break down uh, all of the festivities that happen with both xfinity and uh, the the uh, cup series race um, at Fontaine. it's also a uh, start week for f1 and indycar so we got a lot going on and we'll talk it all over when we come back on the inside pass stick with us
7: This is Chris Wright. Thanks for listening
1: to these guys.
7: with so great. Radio hosts, you're
1: listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker, and Christian Rose finally uh, sitting in with us and uh, going to be sort of a co-host for us uh, here over the next, hopefully, uh, forever. Um, but we'll see where his, career, <laughs> where his racing career takes it. Uh, uh, eventually, I'm sure he hopes to be on the racetrack full-time. I um, mean, not having to sit here uh, with us, but uh, we love having you here. And, and we don't race work. on Mondays. Well, that's very true. Yeah. Unless Mondays, a, Mondays unless, are open. That's unless right. there's a rain out Sunday right. and race on a Monday. And then Almost to was. Walk, that's very true. Uh, but we are glad to have you here and, and thanks for agreeing to come on and be a part of our of show. Because we, we definitely love having not only having a third person here as a co-host, but also somebody who actually does this for a living. So <laughs> it, it makes our job a little easier because we don't know what we're talking about half the time.
3: Yeah, I appreciated being on or being on here. You know, we, we are running for a championship on the Arca side, but that's only twenty of the fifty-two weeks, so I think we got some openings there we can work with.
1: Good. Well I got off to a good start. You finished what eleventh, right? Uh,
3: I think 12. officially twelfth, 12? but yeah, okay. um got run into the wall coming to check wasn't really the best way to do it i mean i guess they thought we were running for you know the checkered flag there uh for p1 there but uh, and just a little different deal but daytona's daytona we got to lead some laps which was really cool yep. to start um the season off that way get some bonus points and uh first laps i've ever led in my career so to make the transition to am racing and, and all the guys over there that have just built me fast race cars it's been a uh, a blessing to grow up you know going to the pepsi 400 then the coke zero 400 and playing my last college baseball game there uh nice. to lead the first laps of daytona was actually you know super special leading as anybody in daytona is special but for for right. me it really hits home
1: i mean at least they at least they ran you into the wall on the checkered flag lap. yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know how it, <laughs> how
3: we did not find the wall until then when we went three wide with like five to go i'm like we're all gonna wreck here there, there's no doubt about it but at that point it, it's just pedal to the metal and whatever happens happens
5: you so, had a car to win. Yeah. You just kind of got mired back in the pack and just couldn't get back up there.
3: Yeah, they didn't really show it too much at the start, but we got uh, I, I think the 63 had the, the car pop out of gear, is what I was told, and, and how we all didn't wreck right there. We're very fortunate, but uh, played bumper cars back and forth a couple times like a pinball and, and knocked the duck up, so we were running 260, 270 oil and water, and I'm like, we're blowing up here, guys. We're going to blow up, and thank god we got a you know caution on behalf of the 69 i felt bad for him you know he had a fast race car and it sucked to see his race in that way but uh one's misfortune was our fortune um allowed us to cool the motor off and get a plan and The team was phenomenal i I tell everybody on our team like we fight for this championship circle back to that one because we came out with a 12th and led some last for bonus points versus a 40th where we could have wound up with a blown motor so that's a team effort
1: i mean anytime you leave daytona in one piece that's always a a blessing uh, especially when you see so many other cars not come back absolutely um, in one piece walk us through what the atmosphere is like daytona 500 weekends the start of the season you guys are the first thing a first official race for points on the track that whole weekend Just walk us through the whole, the whole atmosphere
3: yeah i mean it's it's unlike any other race when you go to daytona i mean i picked up one of our sponsors to meet them outside of turn three um and you got the thunderbirds doing flyovers and they looked at me like this is nascar i'm like well don't it's nascar but this is the this is our super bowl but i mean right. that that right there alone tells you the atmosphere you got the thunderbirds flying over yeah. doing their their test runs the the energy you feel when you're walking out to the grid um, it's just something out of a storybook, really, especially I can put it. It gives you, it fires you up to where you have to kind of tone that back when you get in a race car because you know you got 200 miles, and you can't win this thing on lap one, although a lot of these guys, I think, feel like they can. Um, yeah. That's a, that's just the part of it. But Daytona is just a special, special energy. And whenever you get the race there, I, I, I haven't run July yet or now August, but, I mean, it's an opportunity to get a trophy at Daytona, and I don't know any driver in the world that would not want to say they took a um, checker flag at Daytona.
5: Well, it's got to be amazing. The you know again, like you said, the atmosphere, and and again, even though you're, it's the ARCA race, it's part of the Daytona 500 weekend. So I mean, you're kind of enveloped in all of that energy and excitement, and you feel like you're in something bigger than you are. And 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 honestly, the the truth is, Daytona is big. I don't care if you're racing a go kart. I was down there for Daytona Kart Week in December. And, you know, and if you win anything. Yeah, yeah it's,
3: exactly. It's special. I mean, it, the the feeling you get, like when we took the lead, um, it, it's one of the most eerie feelings, I'll say, when you're leading that Daytona because you're in the pack and you hear all the motors and, and you can kind of hear the air and then how it's, you know, being manipulated in the draft. When you're out front, I almost thought we were blowing up because it was so freaking quiet. And wow. you forget that you have 39 cars behind you chasing you. Um, but it's just a special thing when I was going down the backstretch and there's not a single car in front of us I'm like are we really leading laps at Daytona like as a kid that sat in those stands like just a special special moment um, to get that opportunity so uh, the AM guys brought me a super uh, fast forward Mustang they have just been phenomenal I'm sure you will dig into what you know they did yesterday with Brett coming out of Mm -hmm. a top 10 Um, there's just a special energy around our team and what's going on and, and it's been exciting to be a part of it
1: yeah, no, i feel all, all the way around am racing has gotten better i mean last year last couple of years they've kind of been like a middle of the pack you know sort of team but i feel like all around the whole organization uh, everywhere has come along they uh, really have way, so
3: they really have bringing somebody in like Brett, i mean that's that's a guy when mm-hmm. you look that should be yeah. a two-time truck series champion if you ask me um with his experience at cup at 18 years old or 19 i believe Um, been around, developmental driver. He's one of the, in my opinion, top 10 wheelmen in the sport Mm -hmm. that can drive the heck out of anything. So when you bring him in and and all his knowledge, and and it elevates everybody to want to be better, right? So um, that's the best thing. And then then you go on top of that and you bring Ford in. Ford is behind Brett, and and they're helping us through the ARCA program a little bit. So... Uh, getting to drive brand-new Mustangs is definitely not hurting us, so I'll tell you that.
5: <laughs> well, and that <laughs> makes a difference. And, and I think Brett, in a lot of ways, with his experience, is going to do the same thing for AM Racing that Kyle Busch is doing for RCR. It just brings that next level, somebody who can kind of nitpick the little things, Brad Keselowski with, with RFK, um, nitpick the little things because the difference at that level is, is always in the details
3: it really is and i think the cool thing that i I, I was not in the college shop when they kind of made that transition to the next step Mm -hmm. i kind of get that same energy like i said i wasn't there but the vibe in the shop and the people that are there and the people that we're bringing in it's just a very i don't know like um you can feel the energy in the shop when you get to work on monday that's great and it's like okay well you know, we ran 12. We had a fast race car. What what can we do? How do we put ourselves in a better spot to win that race at Talladega? Like, it's just a different atmosphere, and they're building something special there. And it's, it says future focus. That's our new model and that's really what it is. So, I think you could see this team really grow i've been in enough shops to where you could see something special out of this team i i'm going to take a hot thing and say brett will win a race this year if not multiple races before it's all said and done wow
1: that's that's awesome have you been able to lean on brett a lot for yeah brett,
3: brett is one of the most easy to talk to drivers i've ever been around he's very down to earth um always willing to help and i got out of the car at qualifying walked into the extended garage like like hey go talk to brett he saw something you can work on and it's just oh, wow. keeping that car glued on the yellow line just that little bit more and mm. it's, it's a fine detail to where other shops and places I've been at have been like, okay, great lap. You know, we're, we're going to start top 15. But it's like, hey, here's what you could have done to maybe jump two more cars so a couple of thousands a second, how close we were on the time there. So having somebody like him and then, the, you know, we have Wade Moore as a president um, there. Kevin Sawinski, his career speaks for himself. Right. Racers in that shop that love the race. So, and, and they're always finding a way. It's never there's a line where things are good enough, but it's always what can we do to get better, and that's what I love about it. It's never like, hey, we ran fifth, let's celebrate it. It's like, okay, what do we do to run third? And then the next week, what can we do to win? So I love that energy.
1: Yeah, a lot of organizations don't really like a lot of people outside of the NASCAR world don't think about when organizations bring in these drivers that, that don't have full-time contracts. They bring them in for a couple races, and they go, "Why do they put them in the car?" Well, they want to see where they they want to see what they've got. They want to see from somebody who's done here, from who's been here and done this for 15, 20 right. years, to go into the shop and go, "Wait a second, if you if you took this wrench and you turned it a half inch, a half an inch to the right, you gain five, you know, whatever whatever it is." But sometimes it's like, "Oh, I, well, I didn't think of that." But at the same time, they're also there to help you guys. Like you guys don't have you know a a plethora of people coming in and out of the shop every day like Hendrick and and, you know Gibbs and Penske where drivers can sit around and talk to each other all day so when you guys get a veteran driver like Brett Moffat to come into the shop the first thing you do okay what do you see? What do you see me doing? And, and when you test, you're like, that, that's it right there. That's what, I, that's what I've been missing. Yeah,
3: I mean, I went to the Charlotte test for the Xfinity deal a couple of weeks ago and, and just sitting there going in the season and listening to his radio. Mm-hmm. I picked up on some terms I would have never even thought, but it helped me learn how to dissect the yeah. race car better. Yeah. Um, it, it's just exciting to see that, that the team has goals. Tim Self, the owner, has goals. Um, it's a very goal-oriented shop, and it, it's kind of like, hey, we have a standard here right now, and if you're not going to meet that standard, it doesn't matter if you're driving a race car or yeah. if you're sweeping the floors, we're going to find somebody who's going to meet that standard. And that's what a team needs is to have those standards. So it's exciting. It's, it's been a blessing. I can't thank Tim Self, uh, Wade, and Kevin for all those guys for believing in me um, who, let's be honest, didn't have the best resume coming in to take a shot on me, and it's paid off right out of the gate with uh, us leading some laps. Austin won a dirt race. He did win a dirt race. So even <laughs> first on win, the dirt, First for of the year, awesome yeah. right?
1: You know, it's all about being hungry. And that's right. That's all it takes. That's what yeah, we, we want to do. We want to win. So. That's right. All right, we're going to step aside here and uh, take a break. We'll eventually get to Fontana, and we're going to talk about uh, Christian's new sponsor, too, when we come back. Stick with us. We'll How
4: to be a great dad in 15 seconds That's 302-827-2054. Louis Meineke Car Care Center, rev up your career.
7: You hear that?
8: Hi, my name's
1: Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker here, and uh, Christian Rose, our newest uh, co-host, uh, finally joining us after all of this time. Um, but we're glad that he uh, we're glad that he waited because we got <laughs> to talk about Daytona. Um, we'll talk about the new baby and everything in a little while. You got a couple weeks before you guys go to Phoenix uh, here the week after next, but you'll have a new associate sponsor when you go to Phoenix. Talk about that one?
3: Yeah, we brought uh, Warwood Tools on. They're a company out of West Virginia. Um, they actually were um basically a world war ii kind of company that was really founded around building some tools and stuff on that side of things and they're and they're more like heavy duty industrial style tools um so we're gonna do a social media launch of them coming up this week and it's very exciting we brought uh chris the president of the team or the, the sponsor down to daytona and, and it's one of those deals that he had never been to his race a uh, race it was actually his birthday weekend oh wow and when i talked to him about it his wife was he was like i gotta run by my wife make sure this is okay she came and was like, yes, buy the tickets right now. This is, and those are the kind of people you want at the racetrack. Yeah, so when sure. they got there, they were, you know, in love with the sport right away. And he's already texted me today. He's coming to four races already, and, and it's very exciting to see that partnership possibly grow into the years to come.
1: It's that it, it's great to see those kind of things, especially when you bring new new uh, new new you know new um, ideas into the sport. Because I think a lot of people don't realize really what they're getting themselves into but when you're able to to bring them to the track and give them the hospitality and go look this is what we do they go oh wow that's different from what i see on tv
5: yeah i've always said that this is a very motorsports is very experiential
1: it's very visual you have
5: well it's not just visual it's 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 all the senses that, you know that's the, true. the smell the sound yeah. you know um yeah. the, the sights you've got to be yeah an intimate it, kind it's of a whole different thing when you're in the middle of it versus watching it on TV well when you buy a product you try it right
3: yeah. like you're not just right. gonna go buy right. something that you know you might hear about it or whatever but you for at least for personal experience I'm gonna test something out before I right. buy it before I invest into it so that's the cool thing, and we brought on a, a whole alignment of new partners, and it's been exciting this year. We still have West Virginia Tourism, which I'm still extremely thankful for them and believing in me, but uh, we brought Secure Testing Services on board. They're the, one of the fastest on-site drug testing companies in the entire country. Um, Steve Pearson and Sarah Pearson, they've become more of, like, best friends Um than anything else than a sponsor but to have them come on board and they're gonna be the primary sponsor at Charlotte for coke 600 weekend it's super freaking exciting to have them on board um, we brought DOF the disability opportunity fund on um, they're gonna be a primary sponsor in Indianapolis um, and they're we're looking at possibly a truck at Phoenix with them at the end of the year um, and, and we're still working on a couple others that I think have the ability to turn into primary sponsors so those are things that as the years go you bring them on for a race or two they've really fallen in love steve's bought his own scanners his headsets everything and it's exciting to see him that excited about it that's great and they come down and hang out with us but they see his company and us growing at the same time and that's our big thing is trying to get his company to grow right so you know i told him like you know this isn't a success for us unless you grow with us right um and that that's what anybody that listens that's looking for drug testing they come on site they do it they're phenomenal at doing and they're they're going to find the best price really to make it happen for you too so Definitely exciting.
1: That's that's, that's really amazing. And then, on top of all that, you still have all the stuff you do with West Virginia Absolutely. tourism. So, you, you got all that going for you, too. That so. car was
5: almost too pretty to race i felt bad that's why you wanted to keep it in one piece <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> why it when it we got run running the wall come awesome. to the checkers yeah. man i'm like to it tore it up a little bit but, there goes those pictures it's um, just
3: beautiful they, they hit on the broadcast about it too it really is a beautiful car and yeah. it really if you think the car is beautiful that's what the state looks like that's what i try oh, to yeah. tell everybody to oh, sure. see it in fall time and we're gonna mess around with it a little bit i think we got some cool schemes that we're gonna do this year so that fall scheme i'm really excited about
1: that's great. Oh, nice. Yep. Uh, so let's let's talk about Fontana. Uh, obviously, Fontana, this is the last race under the two-mile format. Are, are you guys happy you sad to sad. see it go? Sad. I am crushed, although
5: I will be excited to see the half-mile version if it's just as wide and the corners <laughs> are the same. I would like to see them take the two-mile track and just rebuild the exact same configuration in a half mile because then you'll have four or five lanes still and you know you'll be able to 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 really I think it would be one of the raciest half miles in the country if they did that so you know if if it if they do it right it'll be a great short track and we yeah. need more short tracks
3: look i get it and i i understand you know we need more short tracks and i want the west coast needs a bristol it, it doesn't oh, yeah. have yes. anything like that. Yeah. Phoenix is, is a great racetrack, multiple grooves. It's fun to drive, but it's not Bristol. No. You know, and you need to have that on the West Coast because that's something that draws fans. Whenever everybody talks about NASCAR, Bristol is one of the top five tracks that get brought up. So the West Coast needs it for the environment out there. However, as a racer, you see an old, worn-out surface that has five grooves of racing, six, seven at times that you can yep. offer. It's very hard to watch. I, I don't know a track that I can really look back at that we've had a photo finish or a pass or a lead at least five, six times in the last 10 years. And that's what Fontana's mm-hmm. produced. I mean, the race, the like, extended so race alone where Kyle Busch blows a tire, Daniel Suarez passes and Daniel runs out of gas and Austin Dillon gets run in the wall by Kyle coming to the checkers with a left front and just exploded, tearing the whole sheet metal yep. off. You don't get those kind of finishes anywhere else, at least consistently. Right? Well, you know, and that's, even that's the IndyCars,
5: the last time they ran there, you had bars all across the country turning games over to the race because of the social media buzz the race was so exciting it trended on social on twitter and and um i mean it. it's a great track as it is but our, you know
3: our fan base doesn't really i think i gotta be careful on how i say this but i feel like there's a side of racing where racers really appreciate being able to spread out and see who can drive the car the best yeah. it's not going to be the most exciting race when it spreads out but that's that's racing you know on that's what Fontana offers. You can go from the front to the back. You know, restarts are exciting. You might not have the best long run car, but at the end of the race, you get a green white checker. You know, right. we've seen drivers win that race. They take a four wide pass to yep. go up top and, and win it. So it's a driver's racetrack. It's just sad to see a place that has so much potential for the drivers to really showcase their talent gone. And the last thing I'll say on it um, I really, really enjoyed the Xfinity race going on as a night race. I know it was tough for a lot of teams for, to move back to Sunday. Yeah. But as a fan and I kid growing up watching his night races, you know, out there with the sunsets and the mountain and everything. It was really cool to send it off
1: that way. I agree. Yeah, I think there's there's several tracks that you can say, I, you know, if you guys just did night races all the time, we'd be happy because it's picturesque and, you know, it, it's really cool. But for those of you who don't know, uh, Fontana basically has, uh, or I guess NASCAR, has sold the land around Fontana Speedway for $544 million. So we're talking a half a billion dollars, uh, which that money will go back into making this new racetrack. So, I mean, obviously they're, they're working with a half a, you know, half a billion dollars worth of, of, of income to make a state-of-the-art facility and you know southern california is not gonna do anything you know half of anything so they're gonna do it's gonna be a pristine place to race once they figure out how they're gonna build it a right. lot of people have said it's gonna be sort of like a, a marriage between martinsville and bristol um which is where we're have, have they said thinking. that they're gonna tear it down yet I, I, they have not
3: so i i would challenge nascar to kind of leave like a wilkesboro kind of aspect to it right oh, yeah. or a rockingham leave it open to where five, six years, we come back and we're like, you know what? We really want to see that kind of racing. and Let's revamp it. Let's repave it. Let's modernize yeah. it a little bit. I think that would be kind of cool because there's something nostalgic about that. North, North Wilkesboro is going to be the most sought-after race this year because it was gone for a while. I think there's something to be said if we can take tracks and move on to something new and exciting for 10 or 15 years, but then bring that back because I think you're going to see the fans, like,
1: yes, yeah. we're going back They'll be clamoring you know. for it when it comes back. Yes. Well,
5: yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of it's going to depend on how they get from two miles to a half right Right. i mean it's it's not like you can you know hey you three take that end and you three take that and we'll just split the middle and then push it together it doesn't quite (laughs) work that way right? right. that would be great i mean um you know so how they get to that um but i would agree i would like to and and the thing is is with that much money to play with and and all the new technology that track is probably going to be in in and remember the audience out there it's a very different audience from the one you would see at Darlington or Absolutely. Bristol, right? Mm-hmm. So the technology and all of that is going to be critical. Um, so I think it'll be interesting. It'll be a couple of years probably before it gets back on the schedule. It's not going to be on the schedule twenty four. They said maybe twenty five, but um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what we get there. I just, like I said, I hope they keep it. Similar in layout because, again, I think it produces great racing.
3: Right. And that's where it, part of me as a racer and part of me as a fan they- – like irwindale i know is going through um a tough spot where i I read this week that they might be out of business every year yeah Yeah. Yeah. so (laughs) that that happens every year as a racer that's got the run out there it's a place where you can go to the bottom the middle the top and work all grooves that's something where i'd like to see nascar possibly step in and look like there's a potential here to put a great show on let's put the stands let's build now the area around it it, it, i understand is tough because all the construction and all the stuff around it however you got a facility like that that sells out. We were sold out for an ARCA race. So if you can sell it out for an ARCA race and you put some stands around that place for a cup race, I mean, I think you're going to see phenomenal racing where you can slide job and you can, you know, it's progressive banking. It's what you're talking about, having those multiple grooves. So instead of possibly going and building something brand new, why don't we try to revamp something like
5: that that's got history? Both. Yeah. Let's do both. Um, There's no reason we couldn't do both. Absolutely. You know, California's devoid. Of a, lot of a lot of asphalt tracks. So, I think we should do both. It's but, wild. Well, I mean, you
1: know. NASCAR's in a unique situation where they have the opportunity to listen to what everybody wants. You've got yep. you know all these drivers, you've got you know team owners and fans that are telling you this is what we want to see on a racetrack, now you just gotta take, you have the money and the tools, just go build what everybody wants.
5: Well, and remember, Rockingham just repaved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll be there Saturday um, to, to with the Stock Car Classics group for their open house can't wait to see what that tracks like. right and at nascar you know? i think they've done
3: a phenomenal job about bringing a new fan base and they've done a great oh, yeah. job attracting a yeah. younger crowd and it's what they've sought after over the last couple of years i thought it's been phenomenal um i think there's a great opportunity for nascar to stay nostalgic and then also break new barriers you know like the clash mm-hmm. is something that as a racer you know i'm i'm not a big fan of but as a fan it's awesome <laughs> Like you get to watch guys beat and bang and move each other if you can find a way to to Bring new audiences doing that, but still go back to the Wilkesboro, still go back to Rockingham, still kind of the split schedule. Let's do some new stuff and let's stay to our roots. If you can find that fine line, I think it would be a home run. I think ways.
5: NASCAR would soar if it finally figured out that it should put in car in ev- every car. Agreed. Um, and you just switch between them it, because it, Ty Dillon's been saying that for years. He's right. That's what young people want. They want to watch it on their phone. Yep. My, wife, my wife there.
3: sits on the couch She's like Is this what you see I'm like, when they show the driver's eye I'm like That's exactly to a yep. T What I yeah. see
1: Yep, yep. I, I think it would give people A new respect For what you guys do yep. um, Absolutely and, and make people every car. Call them athletes Instead of just people It can uh, be done Yep We're gonna step aside Take a break We'll be back with more Right? How on. to be
8: a great dad In
4: 15 seconds Bike ride Go fish Walk in the park Phone call Milkshake Play catch Picnic Fly a kite Tell jokes Laugh Talk Read a story Tell a story Bumper car Swing set Bowling Pillow fight Cut loose Stay tight Whew. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, rev up your career.
8: car.
1: That return spot's outdated now. It's three, not two. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the anti Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker, Christian Rose here with you, talking about the Fontana sort of situation going on. Where now we're going to get a, a half-mile track at some point in the near future um, after the, the final races of the weekend. It, rain. It rain sucks. It, it, it always, you know, plays a, a hard factor. Mother Nature did not want to see this uh, weekend come to an end. Apparently. And so uh, she decided to rain out the festivities uh, on Saturday. So. No, she she snaned the festivities out. There, she, was, she there was snow that's in the rain. It was
5: snained. Yeah, it, it yeah, was, that yeah is, They had true. everything. Neither in Southern rain California nor, sleep line, nor snow you've shall got, stop a NASCAR race. You've got
1: every conspiracy theorist out there now <laughs> screaming because it snowed in Southern California this weekend. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, I saw a lot about that kind of stuff. It gave me some Bristol 2006 kind of eyes, where Kurt (laughs) Busch was doing some uh, Snow Angels on the front stretch. I thought we might see something like that. But can we talk about the crowd, though? I mean, two races in a row, NASCAR has sold two places out. Phenomenal start. It's awesome to see the fans jam-packing these stands.
5: Well, it is. I hope it continues. Um, And and after how the racing went, when they did get it in, um, I would imagine that going forward, there's going to be a little bit of fan excitement because the most polarizing driver in the his, in the modern era of the sport went out and won in his second start in his brand new car with a different manufacturer did yeah. we did
3: we forget though that Kyle's Kyle I mean I think a lot of fans out there were like you know let's see how this goes Kyle Busch is still Kyle Busch, and he's pretty dang good at what he does.
1: He could have had two wins in a row. I yeah. mean, he, he almost won the Daytona 500. He, the was clash. Leading, he was leading on the 200th lap of the Daytona 500. In, in, but in, it the, in, in the
3: Clash, I think the scary thing for the Cup Series right now, if I'm another driver outside of that A car, is the fact Kyle has had speed everywhere he's gone. As a driver, uh, as a competitor, that would scare the hell out of me because Kyle is going to come out and try to show what he's not done the last two years, and, and he's doing it.
1: Well, here's the million-dollar question. Should the field be concerned?
3: Yes. One <laughs> thousand yes. percent. They should
1: be shaking in their boots. Um I picked him to
5: win the championship a couple weeks ago on this show. So Not I I thing. definitely didn't forget. Um listen, he's on a mission. Kyle Busch has a mission. And this this feels to me I said two years ago Kyle Larson could win ten races. I don't think he quite got there. He did. He won uh, ten. Did he get 10? He did ten? Ten okay, was so yep. I hit that. Um but I and I picked him to win the title this this is why i pick Kyle Busch because this feels to me like the setup for that kind of a year it's it's the combination of emotion and a new situation that kind of takes all the stress off and look that rcr hit was knocking on the door for the last two or three years um and and all they needed was that little bit of extra that Kyle Busch brings in an experience and confidence and the ability to tell these guys again the details that need to and he already has made Austin Dillon better. Absolutely. Austin finished inside the top ten. The clash Austin was fast Richard and Daytona. Childress has the best driver that he's had since Dale Earnhardt. No offense to Kevin Harvick, but Kevin is not Kyle Busch. I was just getting and ready to Kyle's say. Kyle's going to do what Kevin couldn't. Yep. He's going to win our Sierra championship, and he's probably going to win them a few before he's done. As a driver, you can – I've been in
3: a situation, and it's a difference, kind of how I feel at AM. There's a relief and a just thankful attitude, right, that your guys believe in you and they trust what you're going to do. Kyle, you watch him. He's happy. Yeah. He's he's not Kyle mm-hmm. from the last two well. years, and if you see that out of a driver, the emotion, the, the it's not this like, you know, doom and gloom. Yeah, he was. You saw it with Junior, right? Before he the first few years of Hendrick, he walked in head down, like you knew how you were gonna run. You you carry yourself that way, you're gonna mm-hmm. run that way. Kyle's walking with pep in a step, and that scared yep. me for the competition right from the start. Mm-hmm. You can see in Kyle Busch right now, he's happy where he's at. Mm-hmm. He probably feels the best he's felt in a couple years. He knows he's got what it takes to win. He knows the cars are good enough to win. Yep. And now that he proved it and he did it, uh, I'd be scared.
1: I mean, that's that's true. And it's it's almost – his situation reminds me, you know, Tom and I talk a lot about, like, old-school wrestling, like way back in the 80s and 90s. And it's kind of like like your classic, like, heel-gone face. Because if you if you think about Kyle Busch, people hate him because he's Kyle Busch, because he's so much of a polarizing figure. He goes out, he wins races, he shoves it in your face. But that's, that, the that's sport Kyle Busch. Right. You, you need it. But then – when you, now he's over here with RCR, and he's get the best opportunity that RCR has to win a championship since Dale Earnhardt when he wins this championship, which we know he will. It may not be this year, but you know, it, it, it may be a couple years from now. But when he does, how many of those Dale Earnhardt fans that hated him because he was Kyle Busch are going to now like him because they brought the championship back to RCR? How many fans were cheering for Kyle? I mean, I, yeah, I've that's never the seen most cheers I've Kyle, seen from yeah. him yeah. in years.
5: Wow. The thing is, is I think I don't know that that's going to remain, but I do think that it's a different deal. Number one, manufacture matters. It does. Oh, yeah. He's gone to Chevy. Okay. Now, again, I'm just telling you how the NASCAR fan base does, feels about things. It doesn't matter who's in the Toyota. If Earnhardt went Toyota, they'd hate him, too. Yep, they, they'd be quiet about it, but they'd hate him because he's in the Yoda. Okay, now, um, so Kyle Busch comes, up, comes to a bow tie, and all of a sudden, it's RCR, it's good old American, you know, Southern, right? Yep. Um, but here's the other thing. I don't know that it's so much that suddenly everybody likes him. I think everybody was happy for him that he got out of that situation that he was in and was able to go do this, and now he wins. It's like, good for you. It's, it, it was more a bit of respect now we'll see what happens with rowdy nation it could turn into a wave but um but i just think i rcr is 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 where it needs to be right
3: now yeah i mean we've seen it with a lot of sports like you see players like baseball players football players like they go through a couple years where it's like man do they still have it? adrian Peterson comes to mind when he went to washington like you know yep. it was does he still have it and he breaks out a thousand year yard season everybody enjoys that comeback story everybody knows kyle's kyle yep. but it's like can you do it like jeff gordon all these guys go through that phase harvick went through it at rcr jeff did jimmy did towards the back half where they find that in their mid to late 30s where they kind of go for a couple years. Jeff didn't win a race for two or three yeah. seasons, if I'm right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they click and with a new crew chief or a new group. And then I think you're seeing Kyle make that stride. And that's pretty dang cool to see. I think every fan likes seeing that comeback. It doesn't matter what sport it is. It's cool to see that guy that had that name make that name. Back
5: Timing's everything. Yes. Okay, we, we we're we through fa- year one with the new car. So everybody kind of knows it. And now Kyle goes to a team that wants him, a team that was already championship-capable. Absolutely. Um, you know, and and he's now basically a brand—it's like a reset. He's a brand-new man again. Um, and so, you know, this—like I said, I if, if he wins 10 races, it won't surprise it won't me. Surprise I don't think me. he gets that many, but he certainly is going to win a bunch.
3: You'll see him win them in a
5: row. And I, I don't think—well, <laughs> it, it may be. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he's— um, he's in for the sweep at Vegas.
3: I was going to say you could see a sweep again, Bristol somewhere. I don't know if he's running Bristol, but I'd circle that one. Vegas, up and, he is. Ball. I mean, I Vegas he's, is his
5: hometown. Of course, he's, he's, he's run. running all three divisions. Yep. he's fired up.
3: Momentum's real. I don't yes. care what no. sport it is. Momentum's Absolutely. real, and when you carry it for the first three races, when you know you have the speed, they didn't win Daytona. They could have. They didn't win the Clash. Him and Austin Dillon very well could have. When you have that momentum rolling into wherever you go and you know you got speed, it takes a, that little bit of stress off you right away. Like, my guys are bringing fast stuff, yep. and I know what I'm capable of doing. Yep. And that's you heard Kyle get the car He say, like, I didn't doubt myself, but there is still that thought. is like, is it me? Is it the car? Yeah. Once he proved that, that's where I think you're going to see Kyle going to run here. Because he's like, okay, I can, you know, th- this is still Kyle. I'm still yeah. running, You running. Know?
1: Yeah, I think the most dangerous part of Kyle Bush is the happiness that he's got. Because yeah. if you think about the last two years at Toyota, I mean, he couldn't do anything right. I mean, he, he barely made the playoffs, and he didn't make the playoffs. He, you know, it, just everything was going wrong. Cars were breaking. He was blowing motors and everything else. And now he goes to Chevrolet, and two he, two races in, I guess three if you count the Clash, but he's already won a race. And, you know, he's happy. He's making Austin Dillon happy. is happy. The team's happy. And that I think that is the key, is to keep the happy Kyle Bush is the happy Bush that's going to win a The crew chief, races. too. I mean, yeah,
3: yeah. Let, let's talk Bruno about a Brunette guy. Burnett is great. Burnett? took reddick to another level absolutely year. and reddick got a lot of the credit but i think a lot of people discredit not discredited but didn't count for the fact of what Burnett did with reddick and then you put somebody like kyle bush with him it, it, it's going to be scary that you have a crew chief that knows how to bring fast cars like that and then a driver that can win like he can kyle's maturity i thought has really stepped up the last couple of years too so that's a scary combination of what you see happening there
5: yeah he's he's really i think he's gonna he's out to step on their throats Oh, yeah, this sure. year, you know, it's and, and I because th- I think he has a point to prove. And, you know, so Austin and yeah, Austin, Dillon definitely. I mean, and, and I laughed on social media. Everybody's, you know, good for you, Richard Childress, bringing them over. It was Austin's idea for crying out loud. Austin's He's the one, the one, one called that him. called him, yeah. you know, and and that's what's so funny is, you know, for years, everybody's kind of maligned Austin because, you know, pop yep. pops, money bags, whatever, silver spoon. And, you know, he makes that phone call to Kyle, and all of a sudden, look what we got.
3: And I think so, people take for granted how hard it is to win in any series in NASCAR. Absolutely. Let alone the Cup Series is the best of the best. Austin is a Daytona 500 winner. Austin is a champion in yep, NASCAR. He's won the 600, too. Austin might not be Kyle Larson, but Austin is a Cup Series-level driver that can win races. Yes. So you bring somebody like Kyle Busch, and just like we were talking how Brett came in AM is helping us. Yeah. You bring somebody like that for Austin— that's just going to elevate Austin, and then when you're a team car and you see your other teammate winning, it's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta play, play a little harder here. I gotta step up. So, it's going to just elevate Austin's game and that team's game too.
1: Oh yeah. Well, he broke a lot of records over the weekend. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he he won his what, 61st career race, which is uh, most among active drivers, ninth all time on the list, and he's won a race in 19 straight seasons, which breaks a, a tie with Richard Petty. Incredible stat of time. Yeah. Incredible so. stat. Um, and he, he and his brother, Kurt, have combined to win 95 races, which is one more than Bobby and Donnie Allison, which was the, the record holder for most brother combination uh, wins. Well, that that's so.
3: going to go way up before Kyle's oh, yeah. done. That. I mean, Kyle's, what, 35? Uh, yes, somewhere, somewhere in there, somewhere. yeah. So you're looking at least another 10 years of Kyle being in the sport. I, I would like to think he's probably going to want to race a Brexton. So you have 10 years of Kyle. Can he average four wins? That's what
5: he said. He'd like to race him in the truck.
3: Averaging four wins for the next 10 years, Kyle will get to 100 wins, if you ask me. Yeah.
5: It's very
1: doable. Yeah, it's very doable. And uh,
5: I don't think he's going to only get four this year. So, yeah. exactly. he's going to
3: average four, I think, for the next ten years. And I, that's you're going to see another two championships out of Kyle at least. System. Yeah, yep. at
1: least for sure. Uh, Chase Elliott finished second, uh, kind of a distant second uh, to Kyle Busch. But Ross Chastain finished third, and Ross the whole track the whole track I team they finished third and fourth. But Ross led like ninety one laps. I mean, strong. they were they were strong all day long. Christian, as a driver, how, how how tough is it to have the best car all day long and not? Be there at the end.
3: I feel like there's always a part of a driver when you know you got a race car like that that you're scared to ask for adjustments because it's so dang good. Right. And I yeah, think that's, that's what happened yeah. with Ross and those guys. They got a. I, I can't speak for what happened, but if I had to mm-hmm. bet, they got complacent. They were very confident in a race car. And Kyle, when you're in a second place, car always allows you to make those adjustments to catch that guy. So once you get behind like that with 40 to go, you're not going to get another break to work on. Well,
5: right. here's well here's the the little hidden thing that nobody will talk about, but. Kyle had a speeding penalty yep. early in the race. Mm-hmm. Drove and he 13. wasn't happy. <laughs> nope. I don't sure. think it mattered what Ross did. No. no. <laughs> Whenever Kyle, he's, he's going to win yeah. that race. How many yeah.
3: times have we seen Kyle though get ticked off? And, yeah. and it's like another like Tony Stewart said on the broadcast: "There's another gear in that yep. race car when you take him off." Yep. Uh, so oh, yeah. get out of the way. <laughs> when yep. you tick Kyle Busch off, I, I would be telling my spotter if I'm in the top ten and Kyle's coming from behind, let me know when he's getting to me because I don't want to be in that's the way. That's right.
1: Yeah. I mean that's very true. Uh, Kevin Harvey finished in fifth. We can talk about him uh, in the second half of the show uh, because there's some rumors about where uh, where that car. Driver may be headed, uh, not Harvick, but the guy that's taking over the car. Uh, Denny Hamlin, uh, Brad Keselowski finished in seventh. Uh, Alex Bowman eighth. Um, Austin Dillon was there in ninth. Joe Logano tenth. And Martin church Jr. came back from uh, from his car penalty um, after yeah. losing the wheel on uh, on uh, the, on the racetrack. So the team will get a two race suspension, um, and a two I was it two a two lap penalty, two race suspension.
3: I thought the car that really could have contended for the win was Blaney. Blaney was yeah. fast. Um, yeah. A lot of people forgot that that restart sh- checkup right there probably cost Blaney a shot to win that race.
1: Yeah, and Daytona agree. 500 winner, Ricky Stenhouse, finished in 12th. So, uh, yeah, there were some gold movies. stars we can get to. Yeah, gold stars, too. Uh, when we come back, the second half of this show, uh, right after this, stick with us.
8: What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat?
6: Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
8: i'm matt de benedetto the brutally honest nascar driver and you're listening to the inside pass
1: welcome back to the inside pass we're going to get to the second half of the show here in a little bit but we got a couple of short segments for we don't do psa's very often on the show but this is read across america week so I don't read books very much, but when I do read books, I always try to find one book that I can actually stick with the entire time. Um, so, I know Tom, you're an avid reader. Is, is there a, a a a motorsports book that everybody has to read?
5: Oh gosh, I've read about ten of them. I'm gonna yeah, we I'm, talk about all of them. On the, show.
1: I'm gonna tell you the
5: the the modern most modern one that I would recommend is Kyle Petty's latest book. Um, and I actually will be seeing him on Saturday. Um, but yes, I have, I listened to Kyle read me the book through audible and I laughed. I cried. I laughed again. I cried again. (laughs) Like it's that good of a book, but if you want something that'll just make you fall down laughing, it's a short book, buddy Baker's book, flat out, half turned over, nothing but stories. And my gosh, some of them are just incredible. So yeah, there's a ton of them out there, but um, there those is. are two that come to my mind
1: for motorsports books. Christian, do you have a particular favorite?
3: So I've been getting into reading more. It's been a goal of mine this year. I think it's something that everybody should really try to expand on. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not been the best, but it's something I'm trying to get better on. I've not read a lot of motorsports books, but I can tell you what I've been reading is more like mental training style books for yeah. the race car. So Mental Gym has been a big one for me. Um, really talks about like, what it takes to be an athlete and train your mind because your mind goes so far And what it takes to do this stuff. And then David Goggins, um, I'm sure a lot of listeners are familiar with him, ex-Navy SEAL, uh, phenomenal guy. If you get a chance to read his book, Can't Hurt Me, phenomenal read. Um, just talking about all the things everybody goes through in everyday life for adversity. And whether it's racing or whatever you're going through, I think that book can help a lot of people.
1: Driver Eight for me is always the the, the go to book. Yeah, I, I eight, love yeah. I love that book. I love the message of the book. I love everything that book is about. And if you ever have any questions or you know anything about concussions or concussion protocol or just what Junior's life was like at Hendrick Motorsports and before that. Get that book because that book will definitely open your eyes to some of the things that happen uh, in, the, in the in the sports world when it comes to concussions and concussion protocol. So, all right. So no matter what you read, go out there, read a book this week and and do a good thing. So we're going to step aside, take a break. We'll be back with more. right Here's
8: after. an important message from Rad and this station.
7: Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against junk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you.
4: Motorsport Sales Professionals. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi,
1: I'm Michael Annette. You're not making it work on the outside. Make sure
7: you listen to the inside pass.
5: Welcome back to the show. We love to promote those who support us uh, here on steering wheel nation across all of our shows. And one of those companies that I love to promote because I use the product and I love it. And it's worked well for me is connected.org. Get connected is a, a uh, lead gen software that works with LinkedIn. And if you're in business and you are in the business of lead gen, and most of us are. And you're not on LinkedIn, like run, hurry, and get on there. um But this this software is as cheap as it gets. It's less than a hundred dollars a month. And I mean, companies like Allstate, Keller Williams. Um, have used it. Walmart uses it. Tony Robbins uses it. And, you know, CarSaver. These are just some of the companies that use this software. And here's the here's how it works. It, it really works with LinkedIn's Boolean search. So if you want, for example, um, if you want to search uh, directors of marketing in Nashville uh, because you're looking for leads in Nashville, Tennessee, you just type that in quotes hit the enter button and it will search for you on LinkedIn. And then you just import that list that you get into, uh, connected and it's really that easy. Now you are able to just, uh, do sequences, um, whether it's first, second, third degree, LinkedIn connections. Um, you can basically personalize your messaging. Um, it has its own in app chat. It has a smart inbox, all kinds of insights. It's great, powerful stuff. For $97 a month, that's it. Um, and they have a concierge service that is 1500 bucks one time. And then that gets you a, basically a coach that you work with to help you get set up and help you as you continue to use the software. If you have questions or whatever, they're there for you for life, basically. Slash half of that off if you go through Steering Will Nation. Getconnected.com slash steering wheel nation gets you half off the concierge uh, program, and of course, still $97 a month. And um, it has worked really well for me. It books a lot more meetings into your calendar. That is for sure. Love the folks that connected. It is a great product, and it is inexpensive, and the ROI is great. We'll be back with more of the show right after this.
2: green light hey girl school zone i'm getting hungry car changing lanes you want to meet me for pizza stop sign intersection clear yeah street pizza sounds good ball in street girl in street
7: <laughs> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once like texting and driving stop the text stop the wrecks. how will you stop texting and driving tell us at stop Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you.
4: Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Louis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. Pacey in one of several entry-level positions but whatever you do don't wait these jobs will go fast call tim at 302-827-2054 that's 302-827-2054 lewis mineke car care center rev up your career
3: i'm chase elliott and you're listening to the inside pass
1: Welcome back to the Inside Pass, the second half of our show. Randy Miller, Tom Baker, pushing buttons and uh, co-hosting duties for us. And Christian Rose is with us, finally, um, after all this time as our a brand new co-host. So we've been doing fantasy uh, NASCAR, but Tom and I have been calculating points because we didn't think it was fair to you until <laughs> you got here. So now that you're here, now we can start calculating points, um, which I'm really kind of glad of because my first week at Daytona sucked. And Caden is now mad at me forever, and I'm sorry, Caden, I'll never pick you again, I promise. Um, because they didn't even make the race after I picked them, So um, in order to keep my friendship, I have to promise not to pick him for the who rest did, who of the year.
5: Who did I pick to win on Sunday, by
1: uh, the way? You picked uh, Kyle Bush, Yes. And Kyle Bush won. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, you don't get points yet. Uh, I'm so, sad. Um, I picked William Byron, which I'm kind of glad I didn't get points for because he was involved <laughs> in that. Well, I don't even know what that was. It was some sort of, well, I know what it was. It was Joey Logano being Joey Logano and That's not right. going when the green flag came out until the very end. Um, and because he didn't go and everybody else did, they caused a huge pileup to wreck a whole bunch of really good cars. That's basically yeah. what happened. Yep. um So I'm I'm kind of glad that uh, we didn't start finishing NASCAR. I also picked Cole Custer, and he didn't do very well either, so I don't know what to do anymore. Um but, uh, <laughs> well, he did well for a while. He, he did well for a while. Well, yes, he just didn't end well. But I'll tell you what, him and, Cole, uh,
5: him and um, uh, uh, Riley Herbst are going to make a fine team over there. Yeah. Little, little I'm bit seeing of... flashes out of Riley that we've been waiting three years to see. True. See, Very true. So, again, Cole Custer goes down with all that experience. And then, you know, suddenly Riley starts to look better. So, yeah, I mean, it's
1: it's fun to see that sort of thing happen. Sometimes it's about teammates. That's right. And, and what you do with those teammates. Yep. Uh, so the trucks were off last week. The trucks were back in action this week at Las Vegas. We mentioned uh, Kyle Bush pulling the triple duty this, month, this week. Um, he will be in his own truck. Uh, for the truck race and the college car for the Xfinity race and then uh, the RCR car for for the Cup race. So truck picks, Tom, you will start us. So uh, Christian kind of gets an idea. Not that it's hard to figure out what we do here, but whatever. Just in case.
5: Oh, this is easy. Um, I am back on the Zane train. Of course you are. Yeah, because I didn't pick him at Daytona, and of course he won. Um, And I picked him last year every week and won a championship doing that. So, um, yeah, Zane Smith, uh, again, that team is just on fire right now. And, and momentum and confidence are everything. And this, by the way, is Zane's home race. It's also the race, if you remember last year, where we had the lug nut gate. It's true. And he was robbed of a second-place finish. And um, he's out for, a, I, again, I think he goes into this with a chip, and I think he beats Kyle Busch and the rest <laughs> of the field.
1: All right, Christian. Well, that yeah. segwayed me
3: into it. When As soon as you picked Zane, and I mean, mine obviously went to the 51, right? Um, of course. Can we pick a driver that's not running full-time each week? Of course. This, yeah. Whoever yeah. I, I mean, I'm whoever's going to
1: get you the most fantasy points. I'm going to
3: be that guy that picks the little hanging fruit here. I'm going to go with Rowdy. Uh, coming <laughs> off the cup win, hometown. I mean, I, I don't see why. He, he, it's very hard to beat him in a truck as it is. He pretty much goes, bats a 1,000 every year he gets in it. So home track, I'm going KB.
1: Uh, Zane is off limits uh, for the year. Uh, as long as he's doing good, he, he then then that's Tom's pick every week. So. <laughs> as soon as Zane rests, Zane's pretty good because <laughs> I believe what I see. When Zane rests, <laughs> you know? he'll take a two week break just for fear, yeah. and then he'll go back to picking <laughs> yeah, Zane again. Exactly. That's what happened to me. I the one week he didn't pick him, I picked him, and he crashed down. That's the only DNF he had all of last year. So yeah. I'm not allowed to pick it. Well, I guess I can now because Chris isn't this PR. The, yeah, that time uh-huh. our former producer huh. was take his that, PR, Chris.
5: and um, uh, Randy was afraid that Chris would walk in the studio and hit him over the head with a yeah. pen.
1: He always threatened to throw pins yep. at me, but now he's not there anymore, so I can yep. do what I want. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so my pick is John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, John Hunter is going to be in uh, a Tricon car a tricon truck for Toyota this weekend, and uh, so you know it's going to be a really good put-together truck. His, by the way, his teammate this weekend is going to be Kaz Grala, who's also in a Tricon truck. So
5: Yes, yeah. and Kaz had a good run the other day.
1: Um, He's he always was, good at Vegas too. Yeah, so. he was
5: one of those uh, that I had as one of my gold stars for his effort in that race. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's going to be interesting. I think we'll give our gold stars in a second.
1: Yeah. But all right, so uh, Xfinity is next uh, on, on the docket. So uh, Tom, who's oh your boy, see this one gets tougher for me, but I'm going to take Kyle Busch, um, just because
5: I I feel like that ten car could have won. Uh, with Austin Dillon in it. And if you put Kyle in it, you take it to Vegas, um, you know, and Chris Rice goes crazy um, <laughs> because that's what Chris does, you know, and cheers him on, then you get a winner and it's Kyle Bush. So <laughs> I'll pick, I'll pick Kyle. Right. I'm going to go
3: with the car that I thought was probably the best car until um, he got mired back in traffic, and caught in an accident this week. It's going to be Sammy Smith for me. I think Sammy's going to get it done oh, wow. for the first one. Sammy's been fast everywhere he's gone. The, the race at Michigan, I thought his debut. Or I think it was his debut. Had a shot to win it. He's had a chance every time he's got in that car. I think Sammy will get his first this week.
1: He's been. He's actually been on the track too, hasn't he's He's raced in Vegas before, hasn't he? With Arca. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I. That's that's a, that's something to be said. Uh, there. Actually,
3: that was at the Bullring. <laughs> was that the Bullring? The Bullring? Oh, that's, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah they yeah, were the at the yeah. Bullring. But Sammy, Sammy knows Joe he's got cars. enough experience. Right. Sammy's going to yeah, win right. this year, and, and he's shown the speed. He, he was, in my opinion, the fastest car outside of uh, John Hunter. I he's ran
1: on those big tracks before, so yeah. I, he's, I feel he's like quick. he's, he's be, pretty yeah, good at what yeah, he does. He's going to be good. He'll he'll be good, and even better as I go to those tracks for the second time later on in yeah. the year. Uh, my extended pick is Justin Allgaier. Uh, how he hasn't won a race already, I don't know, but he's he's run a lot, a lot of laps and been pretty close yep. the last two weeks in a row. So I, I think he's finally going to get his uh, his win to get himself solidly into. Uh, into the playoffs, so we'll see uh, if uh, driver number seven can do that um, this weekend. All right, so Cup is last uh, on the list, um, and so uh, Tom, who is your Cup series pick? Kyle Bush. I mean, I can't pick him in the
5: truck because I just I think Zane's gonna go out there with a bit of a chip, and I think he beats him. But I but I do believe Kyle will win again in the Cup car. Um, you know, this is gonna be one of those years, like Christian said earlier wouldn't surprise to see three four in a row out of him um and again home track so kyle yeah. bush the chevys
3: uh really perked my interest this week they seemed like they had a lot of speed so I, i'm going to go with the guy that led the most laps this sunday and go with uh, Ross Hastain. i think ross is going to come out there and, and get him one um if That's not I, i'm going back and forth between ross and kyle larson because i think kyle had a lot of speed to the motor issue but um i think ross will get it done
1: Well, I I originally was going to pick Ross, but I figured you might pick Ross, so I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. Uh, Chase finished runner-up this past week, Um, momentum, something that's always on their side, and and he's going to get that first one eventually, so... Um, why not get it in, in three Vegas chevy and, picks right there yeah. so yeah, we all the we all should be wearing yeah. bow ties it, it's hard to not pick the chevy brigade they finished six of the top 10 spots on sunday i don't know if so. i'm
3: allowed to pick chevy but if we're talking fancy points i feel like i got to go with what's fast well so. yeah
5: and and here's
1: the thing like i don't look
5: at manufacturer it's just again it's what i see right and you know you 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 see streaks develop after a race like Kyle ran, and that's yep. to me, that's what. I,
3: I, uh, as a driver, I gotta, I gotta go with the blue oval for what I'm pulling for, it, right? Um, with all the four backing we're sure. going over there. But uh, I'm, I'm just gonna go with what I, I've seen. The, the Chevys took the front row at Daytona. The Chevys seem to be the cars to be. They led every lap. It seemed like in California, so they're fast right now.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sure they're probably uh, not happy about not winning the the manufacturers championship last year. So they're gonna try to go out and, and do it this year. Um, so, uh, the Xfinity race uh, took place on Sunday after the cup race because they got rained out on Saturday. Or, or sneer, sneer, what did you sneer at? Snane. 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 Snane out. Yeah. Terminated. Um, combination like, you know, of rain and snow. Combination Snane. of rain and snow. Snane out yeah. over the weekend. But they ran the race Sunday night under the lights. Christian mentioned earlier how cool of a picturesque scene it was to see those cars race. Under the lights with the sun setting in the mountains of California. Just nostalgic, just, just awesome yeah. uh, to see that race and uh, to see how the race ended up finishing uh, almost, what, like a couple hours ago. But it was pretty late uh, Sunday night uh, when, when they took the checker with John Hunter Nemechek uh, visited Victory Lane for Joe uh, Gibbs Racing. His first win of what I feel like we talk about Kyle Busch winning a lot of races this year. I think he's going to be the guy that's going to be the one to beat, I think, this year in Xfinity. Do you think? I think so.
3: I think Xfinity's got a lot of questions there marks. is a lot. Uh, there is true and truck. I mean Cup, He's got a lot to prove. Honestly all 3 him. have so. question marks for me because cut this new car I, I still don't know like who your your favorite is every week but um sure. well, Xfinity, that's
5: what it was supposed to do yeah. so I think it's done its job I just I don't see 16 winners this year I don't know I just don't I, I, I think don't. we're going to get maybe 10 12 but Kyle Busch is going to win too many.
3: See, I, I'll, um, I'll argue against against that because Stenhouse coming out the gate. I don't know how many people had him winning, so you already got two to start. But that's Daytona. But it's Daytona, but I mean, let's I, see
5: what happens over the next I, five I'm or six with weeks. You. but, but
3: Suarez is going to have a shot to win one. You oh know, sure. They're, they're, I
5: mean, well, there's a ton of people, who, but you get these years. Oh yeah. And I think Kyle Busch is going to have one of those years. I,
3: I do too. I, I I still think we will go the first ten weeks about a multiple time or two time winner.
5: I oh, do. I don't. I don't. I I think it happens in Vegas, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but I think it, it. Back to the Xfinity side. I think the guy you got to watch is Sam Mayer. Sam's fast right now. Over the last two weeks, he should have won Daytona. And a year last year and, was fast. And he right. And then yeah, he, on Sunday, he had a shot to win that race as well. Sam is maturing, and he's due, and he's another one that will probably win multiples once he starts. We'll be right back.
4: Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, Vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444
1: This is Jeff Burton, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker, Christian Rose here with you, Uh, breaking down the the weekend's races at Fontana. We're we're almost out of Fontana, but before we end the show tonight, I, I do want Christian to give me his top, his final four picks for the final four in the playoffs for cup for a cup you don't have to do it right now you can um, think it, mellow on it for a minute if you need yeah, okay. to um and we'll get we'll get back to it a little bit um so gold star. so we started doing it last week i thought it was pretty fun so we're gonna do it again you can give a gold star um we can do one for xfinity and one for cup uh so um tom who is your your gold star recipient
5: boy i, I wrote down about four for each one but i think um if we're gonna start with cup randy with joy had himself a fine run qualified i think what 10th or in the top Mm -hmm. 10 somewhere and he ran just outside the top 10 the whole race i think he ended up like 13th or 14th and harrison burton right behind him um and then uh xfinity um again chandler smith and riley herbst i thought both were gold stars in that
1: race and um both of them looked like they had a chance to win Mm. Uh, yes, yeah, so Christian, do you have a, a, a particular favorite Gold I mean, Star recipients?
3: I th- mean, there's a couple that come to mind, but honestly, I, I don't know how you don't give it to Kyle Bush from the p- speeding penalty, right? Um, but, well, you know yeah. it, it's I kind of went adversity. with
5: sort of the underdogs. But but yeah. th-
3: th- if I'm going to look at an underdog, uh, it's Ricky Stenhouse for me. You know, coming off the win, you know. Sure. Th- th- It wasn't the best day for him overall, but they still come out for 12th. I think if they keep themselves in that position, you'll see Ricky have a chance to win possibly Daytona again or Talladega multiple times this year. Um, Even on new Atlanta races, you know, they're super serious. I was going to say, yeah,
5: I
1: could see him there. Oh, or a short track.
3: I could see Ricky Ricky. Bristol, somewhere like that. You know, Mm -hmm. absolutely.
1: Yep. So for Xfinity for me, how did you not go with Brett Moffitt?
3: No, I didn't get the Xfinity, but yes, Brett oh, is okay. the Xfinity for me. Uh, oh, okay. New team, uh, really, really like realistically new team. Yeah, was, made course. a couple efforts last year, but Brett to run the top ten, I thought was pretty dang cool. Um, so yeah, I mean that or Kaz Grala. I mean I thought guys yeah. had a really fast car too. A good yeah,
1: uh, Riley Harps is, is somebody who's going to get my gold star uh, because we, we talked earlier about how much he needed to have a good good look on his side. The last several years have kind of been rough for him, being bounced around from team to team and just not having the, the you know, the, the finish is to show for the hard work he's put in. Um, but honorable mention goes to Sheldon Creed, how he did not hit that wall. Oof. Top five saves <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> exactly. Incredible, for sure. He gets Incredible. a couple of gold stars for me yeah. for that because that was a heck of a save. And I'll give you one more, Daniel
5: Hammerick. Yeah. yeah. With, with that mm-hmm. uh, with that ankle injury or foot injury, yeah, absolutely. Or whatever, knee, I guess it's his knee. Um, And uh, to be able to drive in that race the way that he did, he had a good run.
3: Yeah, there, I mean, there was a lot of comers and goers in an the Sydney race, which is really cool to see. Yeah,
1: Joe Graff Jr. also finished. Yeah, Joe Graff. Yes, that's career. another one I had written um, down. A, yeah, in yeah, the, the nineteenth car. So, yep. um, a, a good job by all those guys. on right. and Cup, I'm going to pick uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. because I think a lot of people thought that that one that, that one race was going to be all he's going to do. But he, yep. I mean, he didn't get a great finish, but he finished higher than he's he usually finishes. At, at Momentum. So, yep, yep. That's uh, real. Confidence. Capital M as word
3: Junior would say it. Five hundred, five hundred champion. I think is going to stick with him for a long time. Yes well
5: yeah because you become a bit of a he-man it's and it's not arrogance it's not that you suddenly think you're a world beater it's just you again like you said earlier i love the phrase a little extra pep in the step and it just makes you run that much better and i think he's matured to the point where he knows he's got to finish him in order to have a chance to win him so if he starts driving like that that car is a tenth place to fifteenth place car, at least. And
3: you put yourself and in position, things happen.
5: Yeah, that's all he needs is to just stay right up there, and and win one more. You know, finish well before the playoffs and. You never know.
3: Yeah, People well, forget Ricky's a two-time Xfinity champ, and also yeah. I think people tend to forget the Daytona 500 is a big deal, but let's look at drivers who haven't won it. Or Dale uh-huh. took 20 years. Tony Stewart never got one. Kyle Busch right. still working on his. So like the fact that you got one is something that you can walk around knowing there's not a lot of people that have that ring. Well, that's what time. I said
5: to somebody the other day. It's like you can say what you want, but... Again, there's a lot of drivers. Mark Martin didn't get one. A lot of drivers walking around with one Daytona 500 win, and some of them are Rusty, in the Hall of Fame.
3: Rusty never got one, right? Right. So, I mean, you look, you look yep. at that. I mean, McDowell, those guys, like yep. that is something they will always have the rest of their life. They know that they did. Kurt Busch? They did. Yeah, Kurt Bush. Oh, he got one. He or did
5: one. New, was it Newman? Newman never got one. No, he Newman pushed.
3: did. Oh, wait.
5: Kurt pushed. Did Kurt end up Kurt, winning
3: one? Kurt won the uh, race, uh, the forty-one car that was beat the heck and back. That's yep. right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And yep. Newman, Newman won with Penske. Yep. Uh, back when it was. The but car. you can go down. 12 there. 12
3: there's cars. so many drivers that haven't won one. And you mm-hmm. look at Tony Stewart's a three-time champ. Kyle yep. Busch, two-time champ. Yep. yep. They Mark don't have Martin, one of the rusty, best ever. You go through the you know, list. Yeah. It, well, and, and
1: the 47 team has something that no other team on the garage area has, which is a, a spot in the playoffs. Other than Kyle Busch, now they yep. can do things that no other team can do because they don't have to worry about right now not making the playoffs with only you know two drivers in right now. They can go and take chances at these tracks and try to do something different Strategy, and find yep, different yep. things that nobody else can mess around and with because right. they still have to try to get into the. And playoffs. You can't
3: tell me that the big teams that that look at the 16 drivers that they think are going to make the playoffs that knocks somebody out and yeah. they, they don't think standing on the circle them. on their list. That's yeah. fine. For sure, your yeah. The guys in those cars, right. that I think, are a top 16 car. You're gonna to have to win, I think, now if you're one of those guys to get in.
5: The yeah. only ones that that have, uh Stenhouse on their bingo card work at JTG, <laughs> and, <laughs> exactly. and and that's <laughs> they not. Wrote it I no, don't mean in the that the in a negative no. way. That's just no, the no, truth. truth. Nobody Absolutely. would have thought. And and good for Tad and Jody. Boy, they yeah. deserve that. I love seeing a one car team go out and do
3: that. I wonder if Brad Doherty has, uh, you know, chirped Michael Jordan a little bit. The two NBA guys, like I got a 500 you know that's, well, that's, that's pretty you know yeah it's well, dragon yeah. right you know and
5: yep and and joe uh, joe guilt who is their race engineer um was a racer himself for a long time and i've known joe since he was a little boy um racing quarter midget type cars up in new york race dirt late models and so joe went to unc charlotte graduated and went to work he's worked for kyle and a bunch of other teams and and has been at uh, JTG for a few years now, and I, it's it's always fun when you when you know somebody on the team and see them have that moment, just like Chris Murdoch did at Daytona for us last year with Zane. It's always nice to see somebody have that moment because it doesn't matter what role you play on the team, you just won Daytona.
3: JTG's one of the most fun teams to pull for too. When Almondair yep. got his win, yep. you know you yep. go down through the list. You know they're always somebody that I've always pulled for mm-hmm. because they are a the small team in in the big pond, right? Yep, yep. and they've proven. That they can win. It's not a one-time deal. This they've won on a road course. They've won on a, a super speedway. They've proven they can win. And again,
5: you talk about chemistry. Ricky brings Mike Kelly back yep. over and, and two championships. Yep, and there you go. Yep, first Confidence. race out of the box,
1: bam. Well, and he has his Daytona 500 win now, and and now yep. he's the talk of the town because there's a lot of rumors going around that he could replace Kevin Harvick at Stewart. Oh, really? Next year, yes. i
3: would be uh interesting. I don't know if I if I was so, him,
1: I'd want to go. The the, the official, I, I guess, story about this is they talked to Ricky Stenhouse in the offseason about the car. Really? It didn't really work out, and he ended up staying at JTG. But next year... Well, you hear
3: uh, if you going to get in the rumor side, so, Tony has hyped him up on the broadcast oh, a yeah. lot.
5: Absolutely. Well, he is yeah. Tony's type of driver. He was yeah. he came from open wheel, he, he, yeah. yeah. he, 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 yeah, right. he drove cars and stuff, and he drove right. So you know that's a Tony Ryan Priest kind of driver. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't surprise me. And I'll tell you, um, you're, the 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 hottest commodity in the off season, especially if he repeats the championship or comes even close, is going to be Zane Smith, and. Um, Fenway, I I, have, I I know yeah. Ford likes him too. I would too. Zane. So,
3: we've talked about it. I've, I've know, gotten to be around Zane and uh, some of the Arkansas stuff that he's stepped back, you know, yep. and done. And Zane mm. is hands down one of the most talented drivers I've very ever listened sharp. to or been around. Yep. Typical California kid. I mean, he sounds like a surfer. You, you <laughs> would talk to him, and be like, you wouldn't really believe he drives race cars, but the kid can freaking wheel. Yeah.
1: Yep. Well, and he's very marketable. Yep. He's he great is. with sponsors.
3: He is, and that's what you so, got to do.
1: Yep. He, yep. He's he's somebody that a lot of drivers can just live to hate because it's like, oh, you get everything and I get nothing. But I mean, he he's works still for under it, so. contract till I think 26
5: with yeah. uh, Front Row. But money again, talks. Uh, money yeah, talks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think money there's everything.
3: something to talk about, like the drivers that go by. Zane is one of those guys that jump right to Xfinity. And then took the step back and was like, let me come back. And you're seeing it with Cole. Well, he was supposed
5: to go to cup with Ganassi and then Ganassi sold. Yep. Yeah. So Zane ended up getting the truck opportunity and was in the playoffs every year, won the championship, I think in third year. Right. And um, two years with GMS and then one with front row. And now he's back running for another championship again. I think that God took care of him because if he had gone to cup, maybe he doesn't have and so you go back and you have all this success and now all the momentum and he's going to end up in a better position in the cup series yeah. because of it i believe
3: one of my favorite things any role models ever told me and this is somebody from back home is if we try to interfere with that plan the man's got upstairs then we're just we're just gonna get in the way we're That's gonna mess right. it up so like that sure. you can wish and wonder back from but experience he's got a, he's got a That's funny true. way of being like yep. this is what i meant for you you know yep. so all
1: right. uh, don't deviate from my plan yep. all right so, christian are you ready for your final four
3: yeah, let's, okay. um, let's do it. I, I, I think Kyle Larson will be back. I really do. Um, yeah, I just see the speed they had at Daytona. I see the speed again this week. And not a lot of people probably saw it. I'm a fan. Watching him drive, I mean, that car was hooked up. Yeah. And then, yeah, unfortunately, not getting practice, probably would have found that I'm in practice. But I got Kyle Busch. Um, I, I don't see how you can't pick Kyle right now. Um, Ross Chastain. And then I'm going to go with Logano's back there again.
5: I was going to say, I'm counting Chevys here from your, yep. f- you Ford guy. You, They're, they're fast, <laughs> but, I mean,
3: I, right now, Logano, I'm telling you, he could have won the 500 again. You, you can ask who you won and who really won the 500 with the, the whole deal there, but I think Logano will find his way back there again.
1: So who wins the championship? Of the, uh, all those four, who wins I, the I
3: don't think Kyle Busch does it this year. I think it'll be too good of a – I think it's too much to go in that it'll be the first year. I think next year he gets it done. Okay. I'm going Ross testing. Okay.
5: That's not insane. I mean, was it too much when Kyle Larson was first year back with Hendrick? <laughs> it wasn't, but I mean. <laughs> and he won 10 races at the time. But title.
3: you also had Kyle coming off that he won like 70,000 races on the Dirt World the year before, though. I
5: mean, and, and the funny sure. thing is my final four is Harvick, Larson, Lugano, and Kyle Busch. So it's almost the same as yours. Yeah. And I got one more Ford.
3: You do have one more for it. I just, I just think Ross, you know, with the move, of, he's he will do anything to win. So get, you put him in a spot. It doesn't matter if he's out of it. You know, going to get cut. He's going to do something to win. But though.
5: according to Meatloaf. He can no longer do that. Well, he can't do that. <laughs>
3: but you put him on the second row, I no will Waller bet my Miller. bottom dollar he will wreck the front row to win that race. And then That's he'll true. say, sorry, and, and I would too, but yeah. hey, the Final Four is there. I'm going to do it too. Yeah. So
1: I mean, it's going to be an interesting year uh, for sure. And, and when we get to Phoenix, we'll see what happens in a couple weeks when they go to Phoenix for the first time this year. And we'll kind of get a, an idea of what these guys are, you know, what they've got at Phoenix. And then when we go back in the fall. It could be totally different, but uh, I, I think when you look at all three series as a whole, I mean, the competition level is just astronomically, you know, so, so great this year that I don't, I, it's hard to pick a winner every in any week. You know, we talk about Daytona and Talladega, but heck, there's 25 other races on the schedule that it, you really don't know. You've got 20 guys in every, in every division that can win a race. So, Absolutely. All right, we're going to step aside, take a break. We'll be back
6: with more right after this
8: For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. This is Justin Loft, and you're listening to The Best Guys
7: on the Radio, The Inside Pack.
1: He totally meant to say three, just for the record. Uh, welcome back to the Inside <laughs> Pass. So, uh, Ranula Tom Christian Rose is, uh, is with us finally um, after all this time uh, stepping in and filling in our, our, our third co-host uh, role that's been missing uh, for quite some time. So, it's good to have uh, an actual driver here. Um, I mean, Tom and I race dirt cars, but <laughs> let's face it. You know, I, I'm a video game aficionado. Yeah, days, so I'm
5: not either of those things anymore. It's a lot cheaper. <laughs> i talk I'll say about that. it. a lot it cheaper. Yes, so, yeah, it yeah. is.
1: It is <laughs> a lot cheaper. Safer
5: without me out there too, <laughs> for everybody. Else. I don't know <laughs> if you
3: if you race with some of the people you race with. I don't know if it would be a lot safer. Well, fair enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're, you're talking. I watched Daytona. Yeah. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> you're also talking to the guy who frequently goes to Bowman Gray when they're when they're running. So he has all the inside As secrets. As a fan, on I, I, I love
3: Bowman. I mean. You, Hey, man, grab a grab a beer, grab a hot dog. It's fun to watch, right?
1: As long sure. as you understand what you're watching.
3: Yes. You're,
5: you know, and I'm not, I mean, it, it is what it is. Again, it's a cult following, is, so it doesn't matter what exactly. yeah.
3: WWE racing is what it is. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And
5: you know what? They get 15,000 people a week in the they grandstand for exactly. it. So, you know, it's hard to knock it. But, yeah, people just, it, it's funny because sometimes people will go there and it's like, and then they it, they have the nerve to act surprised. It's yeah. like, haven't you ever seen
1: like there's an entire TV show about it? The, yep. Yeah, this
5: isn't this wasn't you know you didn't see that for the first time. It wasn't an off night. This is typical.
1: Yep, you know? and it's normal.
3: And it's it's you get what you pay for. And, I'll and obviously the fans like it. The so. first
5: time I went to Bowman, I watched somebody, a lady who is old enough to be my grandmother, punch. Oh yeah, somebody. <laughs> in the grandstand because they were cheering for the driver she didn't like, and she literally punched them.
3: It's the Philadelphia (laughs) Eagles stadium of racing. That's the best way I can put it. That's that's a perfect (laughs) analogy.
1: Perfect (laughs) analogy, for sure. Uh, So by the time time we get to next week's show, we'll have two other divisions of racing that have uh, officially started their season, F1, and IndyCar are both back in action this weekend. IndyCar, uh, of course, in uh, St. Petersburg for their opening race. Uh, Tom, what are you most looking forward to this year with the IndyCar guys? I'm looking forward
5: to the some of the new blood that's coming in. I want to see, um, for example, I want to see how Marcus Armstrong does. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have a lot of uh, confidence in him. I've been kind of following his career a little bit. Him and Callum Eilat are two drivers that I believe have a lot of potential and and I would say, you know, those those two drivers, I think, are going to be fun to watch. But I'll tell you the one that I'm curious about is Santino Ferrucci in the Foyt car. It's been a while since we've seen A.J. Foyt's car consistently up front. But Santino's the type of driver. He's not much for managing equipment, though he, he did it well in NASCAR. But um, I think Santino is that type of driver. There is some young talent. David Malukas has had a year now. Um, under his belt, it's like I think there's some real young talent in that series that that is going to make that that racing exciting for a long time to come, and and that's kind of what I'm most looking forward to watching.
1: There's a lot of uh, technology also uh, behind this season too. Um, there's also going to be a, a CW show called uh, 100 Days to Indy that they're the kind of the road to Indy for a lot of the guys oh, getting ready. so is Randy.
5: this the F1 thing with IndyCar? Yeah, I mean,
1: that... it's CW Network. It's only going to be watched by five people, but <laughs> still, I mean, it's, it's still, <laughs> It's you only know, five
5: people that can get right, it. Right,
1: exactly. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, it's it's cool just to see, you know, like a behind-the-scenes look. NASCAR did it this, this last year um, with their show, which was widely successful, uh, and I think they're gonna, actually going to do it again this year, The kind of the road to the championship thing that uh, USN Oak was doing. Um, but it's, it, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of other things like behind the scenes with the IndyCar series that they're working on this year, including um, re- 100% renewable race fuel uh, that Shell is, is kind of developed. Um, they're also going to renewable diesel fuel for the haulers um, this year as well. Uh, Firestone has a brand new tire that, they're, that they tested last year at uh, Nashville with the green uh, firewall that's made with renew- reusable rubber yep. um, that they're going to uh, expand all the street courses this year. Um, and in preparation for the 2024 engine package, they're testing a 2.2 liter turbocharged V6 hybrid engine uh, throughout uh, several races in 2023.
5: See, the thing with the hybrid, and and, and again, you get a lot of purists that, um, oh, God, that's awful. Like, the sky's falling. Look it I, it. I mean, it's coming. F1 already has it. But here's the deal with hybrid. You can get 1,000 horsepower of a hybrid motor. So... You know, I don't see that as being a bad thing. I think horsepower is something that's badly missing from NASCAR right now. So if you can sort of, you know, if you can be air quote climate friendly and, um, you know, and up the horsepower back, then, you know, I think that's the best of both worlds. And I'm really curious to see where this goes for IndyCar because I I think they need it, too.
3: Right. And I'm one of those uh, I'm a purist on sound. Right. As long as we can keep the sound of the car's you know i'm all for it because let's let's be honest like if, if we didn't go forward in nascar and we stayed back in the 50s and 60s we wouldn't have what we have on the racetrack right now the engineers <laughs> everything so things so. change and the fans i think tend to forget if we look back at what a stock car looked at at daytona in 1998 versus what it looks like at daytona now you're still coming you still like it it's the same thing but we as cars evolve it's by selling or win on sunday sell on monday right it's the same concept. <laughs> this is where the world's going. We we gotta get behind it. We love motorsports. We all wanna stay in it. Not that's with what these
1: inflation rates, you're yeah. not buying on Monday. Yeah. But it, yeah. it's note, just a time.
5: Note to selves, Randy. Christian will never be in the studio with a Formula E T shirt on. <laughs> um, yeah. He's he's not gonna um not <laughs> my mother once, I was I was up at mom's and and she was flipping dials. She found this race and it was a Formula E race. And she starts watching it. She gets the most quizzical look on her face. I said What's the matter, Mom? She said, "What? What is this?" Yeah, <laughs> I said, "Well, it's Formula E." She said, "But what happened to the motors?" Yeah,
3: I, I think that's the key. <laughs> I think that's key, right? <laughs> yeah,
5: we, we got to find a way she to keep. She could grasp this the battery power. Right, and I and and then when I told her, because at the time you had to swap cars halfway through, right? I was I, she. She just was totally, that blew yeah. her mind. <laughs> I, I mean,
3: it's it's where we're going to go. The world's evolving, and it's, and it's a great thing. We 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 want to see the changing and, and the passing of the torch right to where we're environmental friendly, but we're also still keeping motorsports on the racetrack. For so. the
5: record, I love Formula E. I draw the line at parking lot, parking garages. But I love Formula E. I don't look it. If the racing's good, that's that's all I ask for. I, right? We keep I miss the, same the show sound, going. but yeah. again, I, I yeah. watch racing for competition, and I think that's because when I started going to the races in 1973, we had a ton of it at my track, and three, four wide every week. That's what the, the super modifieds were. I I watch races for competition. If there's a lot of passing and it's exciting and it's fun. I don't care.
3: Every sport you has don't. evolved, every yeah. single one, and, yeah. and motorsports is different. But if you look at how football was, like we were basically killing each other on the field, and mm-hmm. we still are, are, it's still a violent sport. But we, we found a way to modify it and make it to where it's safer. And, and part of yeah. every sport changes. Every sport does, it's and be it's flag it. football shortly. Yeah, <laughs> it, it will if we get too far <laughs> into Bowl it. Pro already but a flag football it, it is, but I think if you see the transition where everything's going and the way sports are going. Yep. We're all still fans. We all still want to pull for our drivers, and we all want to see a good race. So as long as a good race is put on, no matter what it is, I think we're gonna. But I that.
5: have no issues with a hybrid. I, I don't, just I don't think, mind a hybrid. You know, I, and I think, I think as as somebody who focuses most of his time on short track racing as my work, and it, you know, I I've been telling people in that world, you better start getting ahead of it because. Mm-hmm. That's, it's gonna happen. It's I, gonna once it happens in NASCAR, it's gonna sink down.
3: Right, and that's where mm-hmm. I, I wonder. I, I still question. Like, I think there will still be some nostalgia. I think the cars tours that kind of stuff, that late model deal. You might still see the old For school now. So racing, it's not going to change overnight, right? No, but there's going to be that switch. transition. It's going right. to happen. So it, you just got to accept. that But the again, fact if you happen.
5: can get more horsepower out of right. it. I think Tesla's got it. I don't think it. that's bad. I,
3: I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure Tesla's got it to where the car can sound just like a normal car, yeah. but it's still hybrid. And as long as we can do that, you know, there, there's a way with technology to make the car still sound like a stock car. Right. I'm fine with that. Or, or yep. you know, as long as we can keep that sound and the rumble
1: and all that, I'm, I'm cool. Yep. I remember the very first time that I ever went to an Indy car race. It was at Texas Motor Speedway. I think the second or third year that they ran. And just getting out of my car in the parking lot and hearing those cars go around the turn and just hearing the vibration Yeah. was like I, my jaw dropped. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is incredible!" And then going up and seeing them go two hundred miles an hour past you, you're like, oh, "This is awesome."
5: Yep. Here's where cool. I think it would be most interesting: is how do you apply that technology to funny car or to you know to NHRA? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you take away the ground shake, I think people lose interest in right. that because that's part of what that sport and, is. And they're smart. They know. they know that. They yeah. know that. So it's, it's not going to go away. But because
3: there's so many people that are the Thunderheads. I'm one of them. I love it. Yeah. They're still going to keep that aspect. They're still trying to find a way, I guess, to apply that technology to yeah. do so. Yep. It's
1: also finding part of, your, part of the car parts seven miles away when they blow up and explode. But uh, I th- yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but I think,
5: um, I think both IndyCar and F1 this year are going to be great series to watch yep. again. A lot of you know changes in F1, faces yep. new places few new rookies in that field too. logan Sargent, we got an american in 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 the field and um you know and i think you know maybe more on the way um Haas definitely looks like it's kind of reborn a bit um gonna be interesting Vegas i mean is this year right What's up? That? Vegas. Yep.
1: So th- that's, that's right. Probably three what I'm three really races eating. in America. U.S. The week the before, uh, before Thanksgiving. Um,
3: so. I'm all for that because I think that NASCAR, uh, you know, I, I'm interested to see how the street course goes in Chicago. But if mm-hmm. you can reach markets where you can race in New York City or Boston or places like that, I think it'd be pretty dang cool to see. We'll I'm, see how many
1: of them actually end up out of Chicago uh, yeah, alive. Yeah. <laughs> well,
5: yeah, the safety is my concern for the right. for, the, for right. the fans, the drivers. That's all I care about. Yeah. I mean, if there's we, a way know.
3: they can put a safe show on, though, and right. it, as long as as long as it's as safe. As long as you can well, pass. Well, street know, that,
5: courses are what street courses are. Right. There's never as much passing on a right. street course. It's an event. Right. And people like to go and stand around and drink and watch Absolutely. the event. That's cool. Absolutely. I'm cool with that. I just, I'm praying for safety. Yep. Because you're going into a city that's not known to be safe.
3: Yeah. tire wear. I think <laughs> if you can find the right Compound to where the tires wear out, you're going to have passing because there's yeah. going to be guys that are, are going to be struggling, wearing yep. their stuff out and all that. So as long as they can find a, a happy medium where there is some passing, it puts a good show on, it's safe, I think that allows NASCAR to really – we right. see what F1's fan base is, right? And right. that's where we want to go. Yep. Um. That's the. Uh, that's honestly the realistic way that's going to happen.
1: So there's several records in the IndyCar series that are uh, due to be broken this year. 2022 was a record-breaking year because Will Power became the sports all-time leader in polls. Um, in addition, he uh, the Indy 500 also featured the fastest pole speed in history, fastest front row in history, and fastest field in history in um, one of the most uh, competitive open world races, highlighted by uh, on-track passes in seven seasons. Uh, Scott Dixon also uh, had one of the closest finishes on the street circuit in IndyCar Series history, as well as being a six-time champion who's looking to tie A.J. Foyt for seven, and Hilario Castroneves is going to the Indy 500 in May to tie his fifth Indy 500 win.
3: I think you brought up something really cool, and that's something I always look forward to as a racer. I, I'm a stock car fan. You know, that, mm-hmm. I, I still follow, but I, I watched Indy 500. I watched the big events. Yep. Qualifying for the Indy 500 is one of the most exciting things to I watch agree. as a race fan. Yeah. It is it's, because it's, it's prestigious. It, it, it's four laps. The average was a 238 miles an yeah. hour or something. Like, it's yep. ridiculous to do that. Well,
5: and it's still. There's that sense that you're living on the edge.
3: Oh, there is. You see it every year. Somebody and finds a way to wobble. That
5: up. to me is what Indy cars are. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, so the, the idea that we should only race on road courses because they're quote unquote safer. No. IndyCar grew its reputation on being a rocket ship with wheels. Yep. Don't a... slow down and choke the ship. Yep.
3: As a driver, you know, the most shaken... I love Indy for that reason. Absolutely. The most shaken you are when you get out of a stock car, when you qualify one of these things, is you are on the freaking yeah. edge as hard as you can go. So to watch a driver, I, I couldn't even fathom 240 miles an hour as an average yep. for four laps. I would love to be down there to see the drivers when they get out. Like, are they shaking? Like, Because it's got to be a out-of-life experience. And if
5: Castroneves wins his fifth, and I would love to see it happen, I mean, that they they may tear the grandstands out of that absolutely. place. Because he's that popular. He is. He's a
1: superstar. Yep, and there's also the Indian XT too. All right, we'll we'll, uh, step aside, take a break. We'll wrap it up right after performance
4: car. And you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need for less than a monthly car payment. You can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instruction instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun. Go fast and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park.
5: but it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup Make the right choices
1: today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force.
6: I'm
1: Lane Castle, NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Sorry. IndyCar next, not NXT. Correct. Because I can't read as much as they can't spell. It's
5: just that you're you're just saying it literally, which is, that is the confusion, right? When you do one of those sort of acrostic things is people don't realize, but that's, you know, how many websites do you see? They take a letter out so they can get the .com domain, you know, (laughs) uh, but it says the same thing, right? So yeah, you're supposed to say it next because they're the next generation IndyCar drivers. That's why they changed it. So instead uh, of light, which sort of seemed negative, it became next, which is hopeful for the future.
1: Yeah, I never would have thought of it that yeah. way. Yeah, but okay, that's, that's why whatever. they did. There is a lot. There, above all else, there's a lot of talent in the next yes. program, and we've had a lot of them on our show. We
5: didn't mention, by the way, Stingray Rob, yes. an Indycar. car. That's another driver that you're going to have to keep your eye on. He is a that that kid is a super young man, very Christian, very faithful, and he has worked his tail off to get to IndyCar. Been on the show so, before too.
1: Yeah. Um Hopefully so, we'll get him back. Uh, um Yeah, hopefully. there was there was a name that slipped my mind, but he was he's gonna be a guest on the show. Blaine Perkins is who it was. He's gonna be on the show here oh, in good. A week. So uh, we'll get him on uh, as well. So um, Christian, it's great to have you back. And yeah. I mean, lo- love having you here and love you being a part of the show. It helps make Tom and I's job a whole lot easier. Well, I appreciate the outlet. Especially I mean, tonight because my voice turn. is partially and out on the porch. Mine's not Mine's not all the way back, and his is going away. Yeah. So, uh, the well, both well on no, vacation. mine is coming
5: back. Saturday, I had
3: nothing. Oh. As a <laughs> motorsports guy, I mean, it's always fun to come on and talk racing. Yes. I don't care who it's with. It's awesome. Yep. That, that When's that your true. next race
1: real quick? Phoenix, coming okay, up soon. good. Pump to be in the desert. We'll all be here next week. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody.
4: You've been listening to The Inside Pass, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu
7: and take the free career evaluation test today. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow The Inside Pass on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And visit TheInsidePassLive.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Inside Pass. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Inside Pass. Thank you for listening.